You're listening to the Church 2911 Sermons Podcast. You can follow along with the notes for this message and get better connected with our church by visiting church2911.com connect. Now, here's Pastor Rick or another member of our team with this week's message. Let's, uh, let's start with this right here, all right? And, and it's this, is that dreaming of having a good life and living the dream are not the same thing. Dreaming, d- dreaming of, of a good life and actually living the dream are not the same thing, okay? A lot of you married men sitting here will understand this story that I'll tell you real quick from Bob Newhart. Bob Newhart's an uh, actor and uh, comedian, and, and he, he told this uh, on TV probably 10, 10, 12, 15 years ago. He said one day he noticed that his wife was having a tough day, and he said, he said uh, honey, what's wrong? And she said, I had a dream about you last night. Sound familiar, guys? <laughs> we went to a dance, and you danced all night with another girl. And he said, but, 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 but that was a dream. She said, yes, but it was just the kind of thing you would do. <laughs> so she was punishing him for what was in the dream, right? And, and, and so maybe we all have a hard time at times waking up from the dream and realize, well, wait, wait a minute, what was that? What, was that a dream or not? I mean, sometimes later in the morning, I'm still thinking, wait, was that a dream? Did that really happen or whatever? I think about something that happened some time ago or maybe in a dream. And sometimes we have a hard time differentiating, but, but dreams and actually living the dream are two different things. A lot of us are dreaming but are we living the dream? You know, and, and, and I've got my notes to say this. I'm going to say it right here. I thought if I, if I don't think about it, then maybe God didn't want me to say it. But I'm going to, I'm going to just say it, okay? Let's quit lying. You know, you know I, I think the, the number one place Christians lie is in church. You know, when they come to church and you say, how are things going? Awesome. Blessed. You know, yeah, and, and yes, you are blessed, but then there's a whole lot of other stuff too, right? Or, or and I'm, hear, and I'm hearing that one, you know, that title a few moments ago. I'm hearing that a lot more, a lot more people say, living the dream. You know, and, uh, you know, and I, I just kind of want a, <laughs> a moment for a rebuttal there and say, no, you're not, <laughs> you know, because you're not really living the dream. I mean, let's quit lying about it. We're dreaming, we're believing, but are we doing these right things that get us in a place where we can live in the dream? Here, here's, here's the real question. What is different in your life? today than it was a year ago now uh, we had we've had weddings we've had babies being born. we've had a lot of stuff like that that's happened and I'm talking about something in you what has happened in you in the last year I mean I want you to name the progress can you name the progress can you say this is what has happened in me this year not not something outside of me that has been a blessing to my life not something that has changed that someone else did, but what is actually happening in me? Because that, that's the real question for us to ask year after year as we begin to look and take stock and as, as we look back and think about the things that we did and things that we accomplished. Really, are, are we in a different place today than we were then, a year ago? Because that's really the question needs to be asked. Okay, so here are a few reasons why we don't live the dream, why we don't ever get there. Why, uh, uh, we're still in the same place, and some of us may be even worse off than we were a year ago. Here, here's a few of them. One of them is, some of you have quit dreaming. 
Some of you don't dream anymore because the dream hasn't ever happened and, and it's hard to believe anymore. It's like, yeah, I, I kind of have this dream and yeah, I, I talk about it, some, but you're not really dreaming. You're not really believing it's going to happen anymore. Some of you are struggling with that because nothing's going to change. And, and maybe because uh, the dream got away from you. Maybe because you made some mistakes that got in the way of the dream. And, and, but that doesn't mean that the dream is over. Okay? That, that doesn't mean that you're going to have whatever that dream was, that you're going to have it come right back to you either. Okay? It may mean that you've got to go somewhere, it's got, you've got to go some other direction or something. Say, for instance, if your dream was being a high school cheerleader and today you're 40 years old, you're probably not going to get to go back and relive that dream. All right? Right? So some dreams do get away from us and we can't back up to them, but we can still dream. I don't know, maybe you're going to teach cheerleading to high schoolers. I don't know, but you can still dream. And, and, and I hope in this sermon series, God, through the Word, said, God can inspire you to dream again, some of you, okay? All right, but some of you are, some of you are dreaming. Some of you are uneasy. In the place that you're, you're presently living, in the, in the way that you're presently living, you're uneasy because you know something has to change. Life cannot stay the same. I can't be in this place again next January 1st. Something has to change. But let me give you some warning here. Because here's the thing that we do too often. And man... I started to put this on a slide uh, for today, but I knew if I did, it, I'd just get bogged down in it and take up more of my time this morning, so I'm not going to give it to you, but look this up yourself. Google top uh, 10 resolutions for 2019 and top 10 resolutions for 2020, and I was blown away because you, you, know what, you know what happened? I mean, most of our resolutions are about health, physical health, emotional health, mental health. And emotional mental health are not the same things, okay? Ask me later, I'll explain to you, okay? And sometimes spiritual health as well. And, and the ones in 2019 were very much about, uh, about physical health and, and some, a couple of them about emotional health. But the ones in 2020 are almost, most, most of them are about emotional health, about feeling better, about having some of those things. And, and so, so let me give you this warning. Those of you who are kind of uneasy that something's got to change in 2020, let me give you a warning because here's what we tend to do when we're not careful is we will change some perimeter facet of our life something out here on the edge kind of kind of an external thing you know dress it up it's kind of like if if uh, one of the one of the one of the guitarists this morning you know uh, he had a string you know that was was not in tune you know and and uh, somebody said what, what what was wrong with that maybe they get backstage what was wrong with that and, and somebody looked down and said you're wearing different shoes I bet if you'll wear those other shoes I bet it'll be better next week I mean that's the kind of thing we do sometimes is we change something to make it look better instead of changing something deep down inside that really needs to be changed you see that's that's the problem why a lot of us even those of us who are dreamy that know something has to be different one of the issues we struggle with and one of the mistakes we make and one of the dangerous pitfalls we can fall into is changing something that really doesn't need to be changed and we'll go into that a little bit probably next week okay a little bit deeper but make sure that you're not doing those kinds of things because Jesus didn't die just so you could dream he died so you could live the dream he said in his word that he came to give us life and life more abundantly 
He didn't come to give us a dream that was more abundant. He came to give us the actual life that was abundant. So if you're, if you're still in that same place and, and, and maybe you've lost the dream, maybe you're not dreaming anymore, or maybe, maybe you keep finding all these easy things to fix instead of fixing the real stuff, then, then understand Jesus didn't die so that you could just fix that outside stuff and everybody think it's okay. And even you fool yourself into thinking it's all okay. But Jesus died so that you could actually live the dream life that he dreams for you. So let's go there. Let's do this. Let's, let's, whatever, whatever it takes, let's, let's make sure it happens and, and, and we get there. Let's not, let's not shortcut it. Let's not make sure right, right before God brings us this big, awesome blessing in our life that, that we take some quick shortcut and we lose everything he's been building and creating and doing for us in our life. Bring me that next slide, if you will, Tommy. Living the dream. Let me give you this just before we kind of change gears here. Living the dream is not a destination. You need to realize that. You're not going to get to the place and say, I'm living the dream, and then throw it into idol. Okay? Understand that? You don't, you don't, live, you don't live the dream by getting somewhere and throwing it into idol. Living the dream is a process, a journey, an awesome adventure. You know, some people... They're, so, they're, they're in such a hurry to get to a place, they run right by the adventure, you know. It's like those uh, roller coaster riders, you know. Some of you, you hate roller coasters, you're just looking for the end of it, right? But some of you are like enjoying the whole journey. That's what living the dream is. It's a, it's a journey. It's, it's a process. It's an awesome adventure when you begin living the dream. And, and it's not like you get there and like, I'm living the dream now, throw it into idol. No, it's living the dream. Man, throw it into high gear, let's go. Let's keep going. Let's keep moving this. So when you get there, this is, you know, I think, I was telling someone this just the other day, that I think one of the mistakes we've made in, in Christianity over the past couple of decades, maybe, is we've tried to dumb it down or make it easy enough that we can talk everybody into being a Christian. Then you know what you end up with? What do you think you end up with when you dumb things down? Or when you make it too easy, that there, there, there's nothing really that can, can I tell you? I, I can't answer for other pastors. I can't answer for their calling and what God's put on their heart, uh, what God's told them they're supposed to do in their job. I can, I can only answer for myself. And can I tell you, my job is not to make you feel better about where you are right now. That's not my job. But my job is to inspire you to go after everything that God has for you. My job is to, to help you see that, yeah, it may be hard work, but it's hard work that is well worth it because it is an awesome adventure of living the dream that God has for you. There are going to be days that you'll still struggle, but because you're not struggling alone, it's like, wow, this is amazing and awesome, even in the midst of the struggle. And so let's keep going after it. Now, just a couple of weeks ago, just a couple of weeks ago, uh, Jeff and I and, and Brent, we were sitting around talking, and Jeff said something. He does. I think it was. Just, I think it was right, right before Christmas. So I think it was really just two weeks ago. He said something that really impacted the way I, 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 I structured the whole rest of this message. So, so I told Jeff, told Jeff that I, I, I hope he doesn't mind me stealing something because he didn't tell me he didn't want me to share this. Okay. So it, it begins with this right here. This one little. This one little sentence. If you haven't, and this isn't a quote, but it's close, okay? If you haven't set goals, made plans, and started working towards your dream, your dream is just a fantasy. That's pretty good, right? Y'all need me to just stand here and let y'all think about that for a minute. Let that soak in. 
I mean, if you're not doing some of those kinds of things, now, now, now we could change the words. We could change, but I like, the, I like those three things right there. I'm actually going to get there and use that for the closing in just a moment, okay? Don't get excited. We're not there yet. All right, we've got a few more minutes. So. All right, but I'm going to use that. But if you, aren't, if you haven't set goals, made plans, and starting working toward, started working towards your dream, your dream is just a fantasy. That got me thinking. And so I went online, and I like to give credit when somebody says something. I like to give it to them. That's why I wanted to give Jeff credit for that. And I went online, and I started looking for some things. And I, found, I found an awesome article, and so then I was looking, digging, and I realized this guy stole it from somebody else. And so, you know, I thought, well, I'm going to give this guy credit. And I found out that guy stole it from I couldn't figure out who this So I, I picked up a bunch of little things right here that I want to share with you. And some of them I picked up from this guy, this guy, this guy. And some of them God just let, so uh, all, all this is from God. And he sent it, from, sent it through me and a bunch of other people, okay, online. But he, just, just to make this distinction right here, this next slide. Fantasies are unproductive. Dreams produce results. Fantasies are fleeting. They are inconsistent. But dreams have focus. Fantasies stretch your imagination. Dreams stretch you. Fantasies may inspire you, but a dream can change your life. Fantasies uh, are unrealistic expectations, but dreams are balanced in reality, something real. Fantasies are free, but dreams have a cost. And fantasies require only imagination, but dreams require hard work. Let me give you examples. In the Bible, next slide, Tom, thank you. All of these folks and many others, Jacob, Daniel, both Josephs, one in the Old Testament, coat of many colors, and then Joseph in the New Testament, the father of Jesus, they had dreams, as well as non-prophets like King Abimelech, a Pharaoh, King Nebuchadnezzar, King Belshazzar, Pilate's wife, and many others. They, they, all, they all had dreams, okay? And I uh, don't have time to tell you all those stories, but if you go to the sermon notes uh, on the Connect page, all the scriptures right there. Just click on it. You can go to the story. All right, and go to the next slide. And also this one at the bottom. Bible examples of those are fantasies or the rich barn builder. You know, this is three weeks out of the four that this, this barn builder, uh, this rich guy, has, has come into a sermon. Uh, the one Brent spoke, and the last two plus this one that, that, uh, that I shared. The rich barn builder, Haman. Awesome story right there of a guy with a fantasy. Jezebel, had a, she had a fantasy, and King Ben-Hadad. But FYI, none of them turned out real well, okay? Because they had a fantasy that was not based in reality. It was not based in what could actually happen, all right? But every one of those people at the top, they had a dream, they had a dream, and then in the dream, they understood this, okay? The same thing from that, last, from that last page, from that last slide. They understood that dreams don't just happen. See, this is, this is what a lot of people don't get. It's like some people sit around and they think that, that you know, because I'm dreaming, it's going to happen one day. God has put a dream inside of me, and it's just going to happen. So I'm just sitting here waiting for the dream to happen. It doesn't work that way. Look at, look at those people. Jacob. I mean, Jacob had to get up and go. Jacob had to work 14 years for the wife of his dreams. You know, uh, 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 Joseph, uh, Joseph had the dream that, that his, his, actually his whole family was going to bow down before him. That didn't happen for a long time. And he went through a pit. He went through prison. He went through false accusations. It took a lot. And then he ended up being second in the kingdom. So it was a journey that was well worth it. But it wasn't something God just dropped in his lap. And Pilate's wife, I mean, she had this dream, and she went and told her husband about it because that's all she could do. But her husband didn't listen, and because he didn't follow through with the dream, 
it, it didn't turn out well for him. We, uh, we don't even really know what the, what the reward or the recompense is for, for uh, how he handled this, this dream. But we know that she did everything she could with it. So dreams don't mean that they're just going to happen. Dreams, having a dream, even a dream from God, having that kind of a dream takes work. If, if you're not, what, what, if you're not setting goals? Oh, let's go there then, all right? So set some goals. Set some goals. Now, we kind of, I don't know, I've, I've done this. I've made fun of people that make New Year's resolutions. Have y'all ever done that? Kind of make fun of, yeah, <laughs> make a New Year's, sure. That's going to last about two weeks, right? We do that, right? We make fun of, not, now some of you make New Year's resolutions, right? But some of us, we just kind of make fun of people that make New Year's resolutions. But can I tell you something? If they've made a New Year's resolution, and you haven't set any goals, they're one step ahead of you. Because making a New Year's resolution is setting a goal. So call it what you want to. And if you make fun and you don't want to, I don't want to make a resolution, set a goal. Call it what you want to, but you need to set some goals. So let me tell you about uh, just a couple of goals that, that uh, I've set for, for 2020, for 2911. Uh, for 2020, that's going to be hard to say this year, 2020 and 29 uh, Yeah, it's going to be hard to say this year, right? So here, here's just a couple of things that I've set as goals that I, I want to share with you here today. It's every member growing closer to Jesus and stronger in faith. That I want to see every one of you that has said, this is my church. I want to see you growing closer to Jesus and stronger in faith. You say, well, duh. No, not a, that's not a duh. Because that doesn't just happen because I say it. That doesn't just happen because we're a church. That doesn't just happen because you show up. That doesn't just happen just because you sign up for a small group. That doesn't just happen because you help out in some team ministry around 29. It doesn't just happen. But it's my, it's my dream. It's, it's my goal that I've set this year to do everything I can to make sure every single member, every person that says this is my church, that you grow closer to Jesus and you grow stronger in your faith. And, and here's another one, is that everyone reach one, or each one reach one, kind of rhymes saying it that way, each one reach one. And what I mean is I, I don't, I don't, I mean this deeper than you're probably thinking right now too, is I don't mean that you bring somebody with you one day this year of 2020. Because man, you could wait till December and do that, that's not what I'm talking about. It is my prayer, it is my goal to help every one of you Find someone who is not connected to Jesus and to not just get them into church, not just get them into a small but get them to church and then invite them and go with them to a small group. Help them begin to discover what their plans are. To, to actually follow up with them after, ser, after the services are over. Follow up with them after, after they make their, uh, make their decisions of, uh, of what they're going to do, how they're going to get connected, to follow up with them, to, to actually disciple them. Are you... You hear me? Yeah, you think I'm talking to God behind you, right? No, I'm talking to you. If this is your church, this is my goal is, is for every one of you that you reach someone this year and you actually disciple them and help them begin their first steps in 2020 following after Jesus. Those are, those are my two big goals, my two big audacious goals for, for you and, and, and everyone in this church, okay? So, but let me ask you. That's, that's, that's what I'm setting as a goal, okay? But we've got to go on beyond there. But let me ask you first, what are your goals? Now, as, as I said, if you Google top 10 goals for 20 or, or resolutions 2019 or 2020, 
what are they? You Google those. You see a lot of stuff. You know what? I don't see a lot. I don't see a lot of spiritual stuff there. I see a lot of people setting goals for their physical health, for their mental health, for their emotional health, but I don't see a lot of people setting goals for their spiritual health. So let me challenge you today: set some goals for your spiritual health. Not tomorrow. Not next week. Right now, the first Sunday. Set some goals for your spiritual. Can I give you some suggestions? I'll give you three right here, okay? What's up there? That you set this goal that I am going to grow closer to Jesus in 2020. I'm going to know him better. That when we sing the songs on Sunday morning, I'm not just going to sing the words. I'm going to think about what they mean to me. And I'm going to draw him in, and I'm going to try to step in a little closer. Then I'm going to talk to him, and I'm not just going to talk to him about the, the, the wish list that I have for the day. Oh, man, I can't spend all my time right here about this. But to set the goal to be closer to Jesus this year. We'll talk about what that means. And then to be stronger in your faith. Because, I, I mean, you know, I don't know about you, but there was a time in my life I got tired of getting beat up all the time by my spiritual enemy. I got tired of losing and I, I decided I wanted to get stronger in my faith. Set the goal. If you're tired of losing, if you're tired of feeling weak, if you're tired of failing, set the goal to get stronger in your faith in 2020. And then set the goal to reach one person. Like I said, not just get somebody to a church service, but to actually reach someone and help them become, start that journey in becoming what Jesus dreams they can be. Okay? So start there. Set some goals. If you don't start there, then the, last, the rest of this sermon is not going to mean anything to you, okay? Because the next thing is to make some plans. And so you've got to set the goals before you make the plans. This, 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 is, from, this is from Jeff's comment. The, the, the whole rest of this sermon, this outline, is from Jeff's comment that day. Make some plans. Now, let me say this. This is the first place resolutions go to die. When somebody says, I'm going to lose weight this year, but they don't make any plans. It dies right here. That's where, this is where a lot of resolutions die. They just die right here. You have to make some plans to make that happen. Let me tell you what plans we've made at 20, uh, 2911 uh, for 2020 is this. We made small group change. We actually started this last year, made an made a awesome small group change, had our best small group semester this past, this past semester, and we're just going to build on that. We've got another kind of a, I'd say, a big tweak to that change that uh, you're going to hear about this, this month, okay? Uh, discipleship that actually creates life change. Listen. We, we want to do some things this year that actually disciples you, that doesn't just stir you up on Saturday to say, well, I need to go to church on Sunday, but to actually disciple you. And we've, got some, we've got some things. We're going to tell you about some of those in just a second, but we've got some things we're going to be doing this year to do that. And then, and then team nights. We're changing our team nights a little bit, and we're actually going to do one in January, February, and March. Uh, the last Sunday evening of the month, we're going to do team nights, okay? So, and we're going to special emphasis with these, okay? These are, these are something, going to do something different with these. We're, we're going deeper with this, okay? We're going somewhere to really seek God and seek God, what God wants and what God is dreaming for 2911, okay? So we're making some plans. What plans are you making? What plans can you make to grow closer to Jesus? What plans can you make to grow stronger in your faith? What plans can you make to reach someone this year. You may be sitting there and say, I ain't got a clue. Then be here next week and next week. Next week. See, and this is one of the problems. It's when you're only here occasionally, you get the what, but then you miss the why. 
you get to win, but then you miss the how. And so that's why you need to, you know, the, this, is, this is a steady diet that you need to be on. You need to, this should be part of your, this right here should be part of your plan. Every single day, you know, unless you're sick or out of town, or the, this should be part of your plan. Okay, now I, I, I need to hurry. Let me hurry on because we'll, we'll come back to that in the next couple weeks. And then work on it. Work on it. Start working on it. And this is the place where the rest of the resolutions die. A lot of them died at that making plans, and then the rest of them that die, die right here. Because it doesn't do you any good to buy a gym membership. Set the goal. Buy a membership. And then map it out. Here's how, I know how to get to that gym. You know, and, 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 and make the plans of how I'm going to get there and how go buy a water bottle and all those kinds of things you need, buy you some cool-looking you know, gym workout clothes, that kind of stuff, and you make all the plans, but unless you get in those clothes and get that water bottle filled up and drive to the gym and go inside and actually work out, none of the rest of it matters. Setting the goals, making the plans will not change one single thing not until you start working on it, okay? So I'm going to give you a couple of ways to start working on some of those things right here, okay? Here's the first one. I'm going to challenge you. We're starting this today. 21 days of devotions. You can call it a 21-day challenge, 21 days of devotion, whatever you want to call it. It's going to have some scripture. It's going to have some encouragement. And then it's going to have a prayer challenge at the end. And I dare you to do this. And, and I dare you right now to text the word devotion to 205-476-2911. And we'll send you a reminder every day. Every day you'll get a reminder. All you got to do is click on the link and, whoop, there it is. Okay, again, here we're just trying to make it as easy as possible on you guys to do everything we can to help you, help you start growing closer to Christ and help you start growing stronger in your faith. That easy. Or, or you can just, on your phone, in your browser, just open up church2911.com slash devotion. Just keep that open in your browser. And every day just go there and refresh the page and it should come up to the, to the next day for 21 days. And listen. Listen, honestly, if we can't commit to something like this for 21 days, we don't have much chance of changing anything about our spiritual health and well-being. If we can't make a commitment to this, then this is something, you could do this in less than five minutes a day. I hope you will take longer with it. I hope it is something that will challenge you every day, that you'll think about it all day long, and it'll start changing your life. And we'll start, building, we'll start building some habits in us this year, at the very beginning of this year, that'll help us throughout the whole year. So this is one of the ways we're working on it. There's already been a lot of work going into this. And so all, all you got to do is pick it up from here. Because we can't do it for you. My fourth grade teacher, she used to say it, I remember. She said, I w wish all of you had screw top heads. If I could just screw the top off, pour it in, send you home. She probably was just tired of dealing with us a lot of it, right? But she's just saying, because you don't get it. I mean, we can't do that. We can do all of this and lay it, lay it out here in front of you. But now you've got to do something. We talk about around here at 2911. We call it owning your growth. We're here for you. We're doing everything we can. If you need something else, you need another resource. If this doesn't do it for you, tell me what it is. We'll do it. We'll help you find mentors, anything you need to do. But at some point, you've got to pick it up and say, I'm in charge of my own spiritual health and well-being, and I've got to do something. You can begin right here, right now. I dare you, take out your phone right now and text the word devotion to that phone number. Do it right now, 
okay? Because some of you will forget this in about three days if you don't get a text notification, right? So do it. I dare you do it right now. I'm, I'm hesitating. I'm holding. I'm waiting. I'm allowing you time to actually take your phone out and do this, okay? But here's, here, here's, here's another one, okay? And this is small groups launch on January 26th. At the end of this month, small groups are going to launch again. And so between now and then, some of you need to be setting the goal and making the plans, da-da-da-da-da, start working on it to lead a small group. But every person that belongs, that this is your place, this is your home, every one of you, you need to make up your mind, I'm going to be a part of small groups. I mean, if I'm going to try to grow closer to Jesus. I'm going to try to grow stronger in my faith. I'm going to try to reach, really reach somebody this year. Then I, I need to be in a small group. And so you need to make up your, go ahead and make up your mind. That's several weeks down the road, okay? But go ahead and make up your mind. But some of you need to know that because you're planning you want to lead a small group. And we, we need about 10 more of you to lead small groups this semester because we want to see everybody in a small group. But I've hesitated, hesitated, hesitated. We're going to give this, we'll give you this number again before services closes out, okay? But please, follow me for 21 days. If I'm your pastor... If, you're follow, if, if, if you say I'm your spiritual leader, this is where I'm leading you. So follow me. Let's go. Let's go there together. You've been listening to the Church 2911 Sermons Podcast. If you have a prayer need, our prayer team and staff would love to pray with you. You can send us your prayer request by using the email address prayer at church2911.com. If you would like to know more about our church, including information about our weekly services, please check out church2911.com. Thank you for listening. We hope you know that God has an amazing dream for you. And as always, we dare you to dream.